I want to be undeniably good to where if I want to go somewhere, someone has to give me that job, has to give me that project, has to give me that position. Like it, it, it like it's, it's going to have to happen. We're back for another episode. I'm Matt. <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> hey there, guys. I'm Devonta. And I'm Matthew. And we are. Why we are. On this week's episode, we talk with Mike Oltule, one of Devante's very good friends. Um, I met him at the gym, and unlike most people, because I hate everyone, I took a liking to him. And uh, we've kind of stayed in contact, and um, after hounding him for a few weeks, I got him to agree to do the podcast. Um, so today we're going to hear about his story, where he's been, where he is, and where he's going, and find out who he is, and even more, why he is. And he has a pretty interesting story and grew up in a Nigerian-American household, which he'll definitely get into during the episode. And a good thing about Mike is that he has a pretty good balance between his professional career as well as his passion, which is fitness. And we definitely dive into that as well. So any of you guys looking for good diet tips or any of you that kind of just want to know like what goes into physique preparation mike goes into that in detail without further ado here's our interview with mike right now i am a business analyst for a startup company called bitwallet uh, where it's basically a hub to buy sell trade bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies um like hobby wise right now i'm also a men's physique competitor Uh, have a competition coming up in may and uh been doing that for a good four years now going on four years uh for uh, competing and i love it uh you know just meeting new people um seeing how they diet you know um getting picking up new trick tips and tricks stuff like that so um right now that's kind of where i'm at in life um also wanting to explore more of the world that i never really got to travel growing up um you know my mom she she can do it. She can't go nowhere. <laughs> so um, I guess growing up with that mindset of just staying in one spot uh, and being content was what I you know been doing. But then until recently, I think it was like nineteen or two thousand and seventeen, where I was just like, man, you know what? God has really made this whole entire world. Why am I still in Houston? You know, and why haven't I been out there? So um, and that's uh, something we talked about the other day. Oh, You're really? Yearning to live elsewhere. You yeah I, you're like oh really you and i yeah 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 yeah. yes yes i'm actually yearning to live in new york city um ideally that's like the spot you want to be that's ideally where why I is that be. um i because when i visit the first time i visit there was to visit my brother um not my blood he uh he grew up with us um but uh yeah he works for gq magazine out there and uh first time i visited him out there it was like uh, GQ doing like marketing, just writing. There, or... He's like pretty much their social media nice. um, head. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so he uh, he took me on a tour around like different places. I got to see different things. Like they randomly have stuff going on every Always. single day nice. and night. Like it is just amazing. exciting. Yeah, like they're okay. So there's one time I was there. Um, and I was just chilling, just uh, walking on the pier. Next thing you know it, a whole bunch of salsa. Just people <laughs> broke out in salsa. I said, what? <laughs> and then the sunset was coming down. I said, oh, this is like perfect. 
so um yeah like it's just stuff like that just like it's hard to get bored like even just, yeah like, people yeah. watching and just it's kind of osmosis yeah. you just and a business hub too definitely so definitely. whereas in houston you may not be as inspired by the people you're around uh-huh in New York, it'd be a whole lot of like-minded people. Yes. Of course, yes. it's not everyone there. There are, who, there are a lot of whoever's kind of just going through life in New York. But you could definitely find some people that it's like, hey, you're doing this. Me too. Let's mm-hmm. kind of yep. have a little think tank going on. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot and, some ideas and, back and forth. Like, funny thing is that I've always, like, even in Houston, I've always wanted to work in downtown, downtown Houston. And I was just like, I don't know why. Like, it's just right, like, the buildings and the city life, you know, this and any other and then it wasn't like it wasn't until recent where I was just like I just need to get out and go. And so when I went to New York City and saw that like daily, I was like, oh, that's why I want to work in downtown Houston. Oh, okay, because it was just the like, energy too. Yeah, right? then people walking everywhere. Yeah, I mean it's like, contagious. It's like, it's, yeah, yeah. You feel it versus sitting in your car and just frustrated and the life's draining out of you. Like mm-hmm. when I go to New York, my favorite thing to do is just walk. Yeah, out, end up not Chelsea. tied to a car. It's yeah. so nice. Yes. And I end up yes, in yes, Chelsea yes, yes. or wherever going to art galleries. And, and that's like, the thing. Oh also, yes. how a lot of the people in New York and some of these bigger cities, they're just thinner because they're walking all the time. They're not having to go out of their way to exercise. Also, when you can barely afford rent, I mean, you can't afford food. So. That's uh, true. That is also true. Always in a deficit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is also true. And it's like all my friends that live there is like, rent's absurd. I'm always broke. But it's like, it's worth it. It is. It is. Um, someone was telling me it's more about the quality of life out there. Yeah. Than, and they're uh, like, I can't see myself living here forever. Or I would never buy a house, obviously, but I like it for now. Yeah. So you also have your MBA. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess where where did you get your bachelor's and then where did you get your MBA? And what led you to wanting to get your MBA? Okay. Um, I got my bachelor's at Sam Houston State University in criminal justice and a minor in chemistry. I wanted to become a forensic scientist for the FBI, but uh, the path that I was going to take to get there was not ideal for my timeline. <laughs> um, so I just took my chemistry degree and went into oil and gas. I uh, did oil and gas for a little bit. Like was, what type of work were you, were you doing? Oh, uh, well, it was more, um, let's see, how can I put this? Drilling um, and taking that and taking that core from the from the oil fields and then testing it and uh, yielding out data that will let the client know if they should be drilling there, you know, if they can store their oil there, stuff like that. Uh, so that's analysis, kind of data analysis, pretty much. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was a first of all, I was a lab tech for two years, um, and then I uh, was promoted to being a data analyst. Um, and then I was promoted to actually being a business analyst where I was talking to the clients and getting requirements and stuff like that. Um, during that time, I also found that I really, really liked the business side of things. I really like, you know, um, one, you know, uh, watching over people, like I'm not watching, like managing people, um, uh, going into business, fixing businesses, stuff like that. So I was just like, I need another degree. <laughs> um, I want to change it up. I want to you need it like you don't think that the experience could have gotten you there, or this would just get you get you there faster. I, man, with the luck that I've had on even finding a job, I needed really a um yeah I needed that degree uh, I needed to go get my MBA. It's like there is going to be no reason you can tell me I am not qualified. Right, right, because oh man, dude, um, 
first of all, finding a job, I, and I don't know why. I don't want to say it's race. I don't want to say, you know, any of that. Yeah, I mean, Michael Tule doesn't really sound like the whitest last name right, in the world. Right, right, right. So it, it, it's been tough getting a job, bro. It's even tough now. I'm trying to find a full-time, even though I have And I'm sure even, so. like, being your size, you're 6'2", six, 6'3", six, like, how much do you weigh? Two yeah so people already have preconceived notions yeah. like oh oh my god like this guy <laughs> there's no way he can be a nice person no way he can right, be articulate right, right he's he just goes to the gym moves weight and he's a, just a meathead and right right so you have to you're always <laughs> just coming in having to change their perception uh-huh. exactly exactly so do you do you have a point where you kind of feel the perception changing like you shake their hand hey like nice to meet you You look them in the eyes very sincere is that like a quick flip of the switch for people or do you still have to kind of do some work i still have to do some work only because uh just because i'm in front of them articulating and stuff like that they are still i can see it in their eyes when they're analyzing my body like looking at my muscles looking at my face looking at my eyes i'm just like bro i'm I'm right in front of you i can see your eyes moving around my body i'm right here look at me in my eyes so um i have a brain (laughs) right right jeez so uh yeah no i still have to do work um even when i'm in front of them so Everybody has to do work, but I mean, there's the inherent big black guy part about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Devontae's talked I mean, do about. Do you get tired of feeling that way, or is it just something like everybody, you handle it and you cope with it differently? But it's always a weight on your shoulder that you know's there. So, I guess, let's see. Growing up, I was kind of naive to the whole, you know, me being black and me working in corporate America don't think i'm gonna get far only because i'm black yada yada yada. um i was i was i was a little naive to the whole thing um so and that kind of still is present to till today to where even when i still get in front of people and i'm like in my head oh i got this i'm good you know this is it's going down but then um it doesn't and i have to sit back and like okay wait I am black. I forgot. <laughs> I'm huge. I'm jacked. <laughs> I'm huge. Like, I, <laughs> like I, I am kind of scary looking. So okay, let's <laughs> let's dial it down. You know, and uh, I guess then that's when it kind of kicks into where it's like, okay, um, I need. To, what can I do differently to make them, you know, trust me or believe me, and that I can do this job? Or so what do you do? What's your different things that you do? Man, I try to get on a personal level. Um, that's even that's even how I deal with difficult uh, coworkers and stuff like that. You know, I try to find something that we have in common, and I really, really play on that. Um, you know, uh, even if I see him the next day, hey, did you watch the game last night? Yada yada. Let's talk. Let's let's chat it up, and then we'll get into business talking or um, wherever we're doing. So yeah, definitely try to get on the personal level to tug at the heart. And is that something you do anyway, so you're okay with it? Or it honestly, you're just doing twice as much to get what you need to do it? No, that's what I do okay. in general. Um, only because, also because I, I'm one of those people that loves to just get along with everyone. Like, it's I don't, your birthday. I don't want no beef August 25th. Is it? You uh, and your horoscope shit right bro. now. <laughs> I'm not going with you. Bro. Because... <laughs> 
I'm just wondering, just wondering for our listeners if you're a horoscope person. No, I mean, you're suddenly a horoscope person all of a sudden in like the last two weeks, and I don't know why. I have a, I have a client. A I have a client that's you know putting me on a so little bit. So she's reading your palms every time you start your shift. No, man. For example, um, she's like, yeah, uh, my past three trainers have all had like this moon, and like there has to be some kind of coincidence because of that. And she's like, what time were you born? What? 6.58. Oh, you're this. Oh, I guess. Okay. I guess. She's into it, man. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Um. So you said like earlier we were talking that you your goal was to be undeniably great. Yes. Is that to make up for that presence where nobody can turn you down on a period? Yes. So when did that kick in? I think we uh, all have that coming of age moment where it's like, Okay, I have to be a little more X, Y, Z, whatever. Uh, that kicked in about two years ago, man, real recently. Really? Um, to where I was just like, I, I, I feel like I can't get anywhere. I can't go anywhere. And and that actually happened after my um, I was uh, let go. You know, with the whole Houston downfall and that whole thing, I kind of got caught in that. Um, and then, oh, for the oil, right? When oil just went just right, shot, right, right, right. And looking for a position after that, man. It was tough because everyone was just like, oh, you don't have experience here. Oh, you do have the experience, but you don't have enough. Oh, oh you you know, and it was it was super, super annoying. So then that's when it hit. I was just like, man, I want to be undeniably good to where if I want to go somewhere, someone has to give me that job, has to give me that project, has to give me that position. Like it, it, it like it's it's gonna have to happen type thing. So undeniably good. And I love how you're still so positive about it. A lot of people would become very jaded or chip on the shoulder yeah I right mean, how do you you just um, take it in stride go ahead then what do you think separates the people then hey you could have for example gone on all these interviews and submitted all these resumes deny denies deny deny i'm just gonna keep trying yeah and wait till i get i could maybe take a worse job mm-hmm. i'll just mm-hmm. maybe take something i don't want mm-hmm. but what led you to say i'm going to continue to progress and make sure I don't take the job that I don't want. Um, my faith, man. Um, definitely, you know, me getting close. Me, I just took this as a time to get closer to God and uh, really understand Him and really understand, you know, where you know where is He taking my life? Where is He taking me? What kind of journey is He leading me on? Um, so. I can't really get mad, you know, it's just, you take it as a lesson and just keep it moving, man. So, um, yeah, definitely God is really helping me throughout all of this. And is that something you came into by yourself or your family super religious? Came into by myself, man. I'm one of those people where I don't believe forcing God down someone's throat is, is the way to go. Um, just definitely just showing, like showing them through your actions that, you know, you have, you believe in God or something like that. And then they see that and it's just like, man, why, why are you so happy all the time? Why are you so, you know, so positive all the time? So, man, you know, God, man, he's really good. So then that even draws them closer to like saying, Ooh, let me see, let me see who this God is you talking about. (laughs) So yeah, that, that, that's like the easiest way, especially nowadays, man. So, um, with all this craziness going on. Okay. Ooh, man, you, you definitely have to stay positive and with everything that's going on. How do you stay legit? stay authentically positive mm-hmm. versus 
a lot of people will just be like, hey, I'm in a good mood, you know, cheer up. Good things are good. Yeah. I love life. When you're like, you're just full of it. <laughs> yeah. how, do you, how do you make sure it's genuine? I have my alone times. Um, oh, you need your alone times where you are literally either just praying to God, reading the Bible, or just listening to music. Um, um, and just being by yourself, being your own thoughts. Uh, and I find a lot of this time being done in the gym for me. So um, that's why I kind of like working out by myself because that's my time to just really think about one, my day, my career, my next move, what am I doing with my life? Am I, do I like what's going on? Um, if I don't, how can I change it? You know, then also how can I, you know, tie God into all of this? Like it is his plan for me. Am I doing it? You know, what's my purpose? Huh, all of that all done during your quiet time or you know uh writing your journal stuff like that i even started writing in my journal too uh because you know, just... know it's your music and your um <laughs> no <laughs> no no just just you know once i wake up just start writing in a journal like what's going on in my mind what's going on with the day stuff like that i've started doing that recently mm -hmm. and i find that i try and challenge myself just to get out even just like deeper thoughts, start service level. Like here's kind of what I want my day to be. Yeah. Here are just some thoughts that are going through my head and it just helps kind of clear your mind yes. for me. Yes. Like what's your method for that? Um, literally cause I know myself where if I try to make it difficult, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to stop doing it. So I'll just say, man, like literally write what is on your mind and you don't have to write every day. You don't have to, you know, go into this quiet time every single day. Just do it whenever you want to, whenever you feel like you need it. And that's what really just helps me is just doing it when I want to. And what do, what do you feel like afterwards when you're done with it? I feel free, man. I feel like um, that's when the whole positive uh, part comes into play where I'm just like, okay, you know, um, I already talked about it. I already, you know, went through the whole motions of what I'm going to do. What's my next move? So why, why do I need to be mad about it? Or why do I need to be depressed again? Because I'm ready. So let's go. Positive. Yeah, that's a fantastic outlet. I mean, a lot of times you either wallow in it or you don't right. deal with it or you don't want to see it there. Right. I mean, putting it on paper, I mean, it's a way of making pretty much everything tangible. Yeah. I mean, and for me, at least, I find that it's harder to deny. So mm -hmm. True. True, true, true. So you gave us a good segue for training. Oh, come on. Um, it's a podcast, so we can't see you at the moment, but you're fairly huge, but you haven't always <laughs> been. Fairly huge. <laughs> fairly huge. Okay, what's your height and weight? I am 6'2", uh, sitting at 215 right now. But nice. I'm 6'1", 220, and you're bigger than I am. I am 6'2", so. 195. 200 club, get out of here. Compared to a lot of people, just general population, I'm a decent-sized guy. Mm -hmm. I'm standing next to some two behemoths, feeling <laughs> like a scrub right now. <laughs> His mom like thinks he's like a heavyweight champ, though, and needs to lose like 50 pounds. You're too matter. big. You're too big. <laughs> I need your pants to fit. Da -da -da. Right, 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 right. Oh, so yeah, um, that's, that's if anyone ever checks out your Instagram, which is Otule Fitness, uh, at or at Otule Fitness, O T U L E Fitness. Cool. Um, you used to be a string bean. Yes. Like thin as could be. Yes, indeed. So when did you get into weightlifting? Why did you take it up? Um. Okay. So after college, which was in 2010, around um, 22. <laughs> yeah. 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 21. 22. Around that age. 
But you're like skinny um, all throughout college. Just all skinny, throughout just college, kind of very BSing. Skinny. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely BSing in the gym and uh, taking God knows what just to feel the energy, like the pre workouts and stuff like that. Trying different types of pre workouts. Oh my God, this gave me so much energy. Oh. I'm gonna go to the gym type thing, you know. Uh, um, so yeah, but no, never really took it seriously. Um, bro, one of my meals was literally pizza, uh, beans with um, I think it was green beans or something something green i can't remember but what? yeah i saw a picture <laughs> and i was just the like logic this is pizza with vegetables it was a college diet man 100 <laughs> percent. just like pizza with some beans and some let's just say green beans i was just like oh okay perfect no come on <laughs> so yeah um anyway uh so right after college i never seen my abs and i wanted to see what my abs looked like even though I was skinny, I just never had abs. Um, so I was just like, let me just get a trainer. Um, got a trainer. A uh, friend, an actual trainer at No, an gym. actual trainer. An actual trainer who actually did turn out to be my really good friend. Nice. Um, so yeah, I got a trainer and I started putting on muscle real, real fast. Um, trainer and he told you like, you got to eat this. You got to eat more food. And- yes. Trainer was telling me how to do everything because... Also, because I knew if I worked out by myself, I'm going to be doing the same stuff over and over. I was a very amateur at this whole training thing or even working out thing. So I was just like, I just want somebody to kind of guide me and uh, re-inspire me to get in this gym all the time and stuff like that. So um, with that, uh, he kind of put on, helped me put on a whole bunch of weight. That's when a lot of people started to notice. Um, that's when you get addicted too. Oh, oh my God, damn, you look yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, it's definitely. This, that's validation right there. <laughs> Let me keep going. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then that's when uh, a lot of people said you should totally compete. And I was just like, compete? What does that even mean? Like, I, barely, I just I just started getting into this. I just started working out, bro. Like, I just want to look good. That's all. But uh, no, uh, I told my coach and he was just like, hmm, yeah, I heard about this stuff. So we went to our first show. And that's literally when I fell in love because take oh us through God. that a little bit more in depth the first show um i think it was a formulation one show they don't even call it formulation one anymore but um it was a formulation one show um walking in seeing all these uh very very shredded people who worked really really hard to get to where they are um and on top of that they were really really nice and really really reluctant to just share information i was just like wow like this is this is the life like yeah, like any question I had and I just asked, it was to say, yeah, you just do this way. Or this is how I did it. This is how I lost weight or, you know, just do a whole bunch of cardio and stuff like that. You know, just like, wow, y'all are really dropping information like real easily out here. So um, I really liked the community and I just said, yeah, let's be a part of this. So tell my coach. And after that, we've just been training ever since. Um, but then kind of when school got involved where I was just I had to really pay a lot lot more attention to school and my job and stuff like that I kind of had to drop my coach then but then once I got everything under under control I actually decided to go with a competition coach um and I've and I've been with him for that competition coach for like maybe a good two two years or something like that two three years and then I just recently switched to a different coach this time but all all in all like it it's all a community and I love it so So do you have every workout you have with a coach or just coach with like a, you have check-ins here and there or what's that situation um so yeah no uh my coaches my competition coaches are more aligned so i'll definitely have like uh, bi-weekly check-ins uh i actually have a check-in today that i have to send to them, but yeah. yeah 
uh yeah just bi-weekly check-ins and oh, i guess since he switches up my diet stuff. about online training which i'm sure a lot of people have some hesitations about can mm-hmm. you kind of go into the pros and cons of that uh pros and cons of online training so i'll definitely or- start with the cons first is uh one who doesn't know how to do the workouts um who you know had, doesn't have motivation to even get in the gym uh it would be kind of hard to do some online training but then the con to that is that if you have a really good coach, he'll kind of train you through all of that. He'll send you videos. He'll show you like pictures on how to do stuff. Um, even with online training, you know, if you're someone like me who doesn't really like working out with people too much, like boom, you don't have to, you don't have to see your coach all the time. Um, or online training too allows you to talk to your coach, like just uh, text your coach, call your coach, but then that's even any kind of training but still um but yeah because i I feel like for me the um biggest pro of having a trainer is the accountability Mm -hmm. and for some people it does take you to be paying for something to you know to really take it seriously but i'm always i struggle with the line of if i'm just going to go to youtube and google and look at it anyway Mm -hmm. like what purpose do you serve but i mean clearly it works but but then you should have done that in the first place right Good point. <laughs> right. You should have done that in the first place. Uh, so you're getting a coach to motivate you to do those things. So why not? And you want to, do you feel like you kind of want to make your coach proud? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I'm on a team. Um, this is a team legacy, man. Like you have other competitors on this team that are working their butt off, you know, just as hard. You why guys not? have like a Facebook page, a group chat, anything like that? We have that? a group chat um, where we talk to each other like pretty much every morning. Um, hey, let's go kill it today. Let's have a good workout. Yep, throwing out motivational quotes, motivational memes, stuff like that. Whatever guys. your horoscope is for the day. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually not the case. Right. <laughs> you know, different tips and tricks on like eating, um, what kind of proteins are they What taking, else is there to learn? Like, like at this point for oh, you. you have no idea. There's so much to learn. And I'm just speaking... Um, for the listeners, yeah, yeah, because somebody would see you. Wow, this guy has it figured out. He's just killing it. He knows exactly what to eat, mm-hmm. what to take, when to eat it. So, what kind of drives you to continue to learn more? Because our bodies are always changing. Uh, this world is always changing. Uh, there may be a different way to do stuff. Like um, because we don't always all think the same. Someone may th- may do something differently, and that to me is why I just continue to want to learn. Like, there's like thirty different ways to do one thing, and I wouldn't know all of them until I talk to people. That's my favorite and most frustrating thing about uh, working out. <laughs> it is no exact science. I mean, right. it's so much trial and error. Right, and then it's because everyone is so incredibly different. Yes, and the that whole bro science thing. If someone's like, "Hey, Matt, like, what do you do for abs, or what do you do to stay lean?" I'm like, "I mean, this is a workout that I do, and I've been doing for a long time." Yes, you could do the exact same workout for two years straight, yes. eat exactly what I eat, and yes. have completely different results. Yes, 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 uh, definitely. That's why when people ask, I make it a point to say, "This is what I." Like, this is what works for this me is and what works through for trial me. and error yeah. i have figured out this is what works for yeah me. yeah it may not work for you but you can try it and if it doesn't work we'll find a different way for you so uh, i want to ask what's it like inhabiting a just a different body in the last few years 
you hear these stories about people who lose a lot of weight or gain a lot of weight and how they're treated differently. What's that been like for you? You said it was affirming. That's why you started and kept with it. But Right. So when I, and I'm, I'm laughing because um, this question kind of came up to me not, not too long ago, but uh, it I like just. I think my questions are special. <laughs> because you know, we have an audience now, <laughs> but no. Um, so when I was, when I was, I guess, skinny and then I kind of grew up to be what I am today. And what was the uh, weight gain, the number? Mm. From what to what? Six to this to six to two fifteen. I was like one, one around the one fifties. Yeah, and then now I'm like two to hovering two fifteen. Six to one fifty. Right. Goodness. Yeah, because I stopped growing <laughs> by twenty two. So yeah. So yeah, yeah, so yeah. One fifty. Man, I was very very skinny. If you actually go onto my page, like you'll see a picture where it's like. Hmm goodness anyway in a retrospect were you okay with that body or did you have a complex about it um i was okay with it i was okay with it but only because of my environment i was in college well nobody that big um so when i graduated and i start seeing these big folks i'm like okay wait (laughs) i need to that's good right i need to step it up so uh that's yeah and then that's when it all kind of uh say i need a trainer got a trainer got big yada yada and what do you what's your immediate thought or response when somebody says you have good genetics oh, I, I, so, frustrated frustrating subject yes it, it is very very frustrating only because when they say oh but you have good genetics that kind of shuts down that i didn't work my ass off for like you didn't years. you didn't see <laughs> when i was six to 150 right, totally right. discounting that fact exactly exactly and it was just like okay yes i have good genetics but st- i still have to work at this just as hard as you do like it's not that easy guys like it so uh it, it takes definitely a different mindset it takes different dedication so like even if i do have good genes it doesn't mean anything you still need the work and the hours upon hours upon days upon months yeah, upon exactly. years. I spend about five hours in the gym, bro. It, like good genetics. It doesn't matter if you have good genetics or not. You're going to look good. If yeah. You spend it's like if you, if some day. person who is currently 300 pounds yeah. did, maybe they, don't, maybe they don't have to do as intense of work as yeah. you, but if yeah. they adopted the same habits yes. as you and spent that much time towards getting in shape, yes. they would see insane results. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And eating right. Eating, I mean, the eating is 70% of the whole entire, your whole entire diet. So if you eat right and eat enough, yeah, you can see the same results as I do. So. And you can even eat right and, and not work out that much. Right. And you'll yeah. still see incredible changes. Yes. Yes. Take those people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what we're trying to say. Trying to educate a little bit. Educate. Yes, you can. It's literally about what you put in your mouth and how much you put in your mouth. Because the thing is that um, you're only in the gym for for a regular person. Let's speak mm-hmm, regular mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm. Let's say about collectively five to seven hours a week. Yes. And this is for the working American. Yes. Whoever. And then they told, you know, I've been doing my workouts and I got a trainer. I did, did this, did that. And I just haven't seen results. Well, what are you doing for every other hour of yes. the day? Are you getting your rest? Are you getting your food? How many cheat meals are you doing? How often are you drinking alcohol? Yep. All these things that these people just continue to discredit. So what do you say to that? Um, I, I, I have an approach where I kind of throw it in their face. 
um, to make them realize they are doing it wrong. Like you, it, it takes work. And I didn't, I didn't get here um, by just, you know, popping up one day and boom, I got muscles. No, I worked at this. Uh, so definitely, yeah, when someone acts like, oh man, how did you get so big, yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm just like, bro, how, how many meals are you eating a day? And, and they're just like, you know, I mean, I'm just eating like two and I'm, I maybe have like a cheat meal or something like that. And I'm like, bro, I'm eating six. Six small meals. They're just like, what? Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't eat six. I was just like, okay. Then you don't want to be big. You right? don't. You do you, not want to you be know, big. You're not, you're not right. You're not trying here. I no, mean, but the thing is, it's a lot of these people that have amazing careers and they yeah. have done everything that it takes to be successful in their work life. And as soon as it comes to something else and applying the same principles that they have at their job, it's extremely foreign. Yeah, I can apply that same work ethic to the gym or to mm -hmm. my diet. Like that's ridiculous. Hey, then okay, sense. you can continue that being mediocre. Sense. Keep yeah. doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, mediocre. Oh god, that's actually one of my biggest fears. I do not Man. want to be boring. I do not want to be boring when I grow up. So grow up. I mean, get older. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, you you're you're hitting it right on the nail right there. So the inhabiting the different body though. We went on a segue, which we love doing, but mm, yes, yes, about that we did. That was, that was <laughs> that a serious was a segue right there. there. <laughs> Um, no, um, I did kind of have like a body dysmorphia. Is that, is that what we can call it? To where even though in, I'm looking in the mirror and I see this guy, you know, who's like huge and shredded and stuff like that. I still felt like I was very skinny. Um, and in, in, I always, I always, and I almost wanted like, I want more, I want more weight. I want more of this. I want more of that. But then every time I go outside and people are just like, dude, you're huge. Oh my God. And I'm just like, am I though? Like for real, let's, let's be real here. Um, That's like Devante. I always tell this boy he's jacked. <laughs> Boom. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, you're, you don't see the changes. But there. the thing is, the thing is, if you accept like I'm huge, you stop, you stop that grind yes. also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Cause you can't like, settle. That's the thing. You can't be like, I'm good. Really I'm set. Like I'm all right with where I'm at. Then yeah. you get chilling and you take breaks and you eat some cheat meals. And then I'm not saying you go down a slippery slope, but, but you kind of backslide. Exactly. Yeah. And then, then the next thing you know, you're eating pizza out of a dumpster and your wife is You know, you might be homeless. Exactly. You might be homeless in a few weeks. <laughs> Don't have cheap Exactly, exactly. But no, it, it, it really helped me to uh kind of come come one with myself and uh say that I'm I'm not that college dude. I'm not that college skinny dude. So I need to just um, you know, I'm twenty nine and I need to move forward and just just learn again going back to that being the learn learn as much as possible as you can so but when you look in the mirror though do you see what everybody else sees or it's still some morphed image i, I now nowadays i see i it, it i had to work at seeing what other people see uh but i'm better than what i was before i find for me pictures are more informative than the Ooh, mirror. yes right no because taking pictures and seeing seeing me in a picture like isn't feet oh my god like you're so tall i mean i'm six two mm -hmm. but i guess we all are um but average height's like five nine and for a girl it's even shorter so mm -hmm. when you see yourself in a picture next to someone yeah. or you're at a mall and you're looking around damn like i'm taller than everybody here <laughs> 
I guess that's yeah. what they see. Oh my god, yeah, definitely with pictures. Um, <clears throat> I remember taking a picture for it was like a company picture or whatever, uh, and I think we were like holding pumpkins and um, going back when I finally saw the picture on Facebook. Man, I said, "Why are my arms so big?" <laughs> like Jesus, let me, let me, let me. I don't see that, but, but yeah, it was, it was kind of funny, but um, yeah, definitely taking pictures works. And uh, for friends and family, do you get the encouragement, discouragement, unwanted opinions? You're, do you get the you're too big? Like, why are you doing this? You're obsessed. The the word obsessed gets thrown around. Oh my god, my I mom, lost five pounds. My mom's like, you're too skinny. I gained five. You're like, you're too big. Like, yeah, yeah. My bruh. mom actually just threw around the word obsessed yesterday. I've been getting that so. since high school. <laughs> Ever since I started taking protein, you're obsessed. Like, yeah, you like work out oh four god. or five times a week. <laughs> like, you're in the gym again. I'm like, it's only like an hour. No, but as opposed to what you watch TV all the time. I'm like, okay. hey, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I'm this, just choosing just, to use my free time And the people it's coming it, from, it, though, yes. you normally can't be just a total ass to. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to let I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every um, time I see my grandma, it's like, you need to stop lifting. And I'm like, you need to stop frying chicken every but day. But what do you prefer? Ooh, what do you prefer ooh. me to? Oh, well, because lifting is seen as like a poor form of exercise. Oh, you should do functional well, exercise. Well, that's my other thing. I hate, hate women who refuse to lift weights. I mean, like, oh, that'll yeah. do more for you than just doing endless hours on the No, I mean, I'll tell, this, I'll tell a lady, mm. hey, let's do some sleds. I don't want to look like a football player. Yeah. You're I've You're, been pushing sleds for a long time. Yeah. And I'm still thin. I, I don't look like no Unless you double your caloric input and like start just lifting up saying, even then, like, as even a woman, though, you yeah. don't have the even testosterone. Then, it exactly. Makes no I was sense. just like, honey, let's just Preach! start. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're shaping your body. Like, I want an ass like that instead of going to somebody's basement. Go do some squats. <laughs> you won't have a huge stripper ass, but yeah. like, you have a form. It changes your yeah. build. Yeah. Like, you know how I feel when you're just being illogical? That's like my one thing. Like, yeah. I don't have to agree with you, but at least it makes sense. Yep. Unless you are injecting testosterone in you baby girl you are fine <laughs> do as much as you can you're not you're, <laughs> you're not gonna lose your boobs oh man but yeah 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 yeah. definitely i agree yeah. we go this guy's slightly ranty do you take him to heart or is it just uh tune him out mind your own business what the you're too big, you're too X Y Z. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I yeah, I, I kind of tune them out. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I and just say who who's like my living here, mine or yours. All right, and then they're just like oh no 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 okay okay whatever. I'm like all right, next topic. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a fun episode. Oh, <laughs> been I'm enjoyable. Good. I'm the best. I know it. Oh, hands down. <laughs> hands down. <laughs> okay, we can blow up that little head of yours. So do you have <laughs> little head. a couple of things we usually ask? Just some standard questions. Do you have like just three phrases to live by or three mantras to live by? Anything like that? Three. My boy. Maybe you got like 50 because you guys are always <laughs> sharing these motivational quotes. But no. <laughs> I know, right? No. Um... Just some words of advice for somebody trying to chase their career in business or trying to get in shape or any of those. Like just a few little tidbits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is nice. Uh, I guess um, one thing I would definitely say is one, learn as much as possible uh, now. Um, if that means like reading books um uh reading magazines 
you know, watching news articles, this and any other, just learn as much as possible uh, now and then kind of get that under your belt. Also live your life to the fullest because um, life can be cut. Your life can be cut short just, and you just never know when. So um, you, in, like, you don't want to be that person that is like boring, uh, boring in the sense of where you're just literally, you just go to work, go home, just living chill, just like, just, you know, like talk to a friend, go out, go travel, do, you know, do find a hobby, you know, uh, do stuff like that just to kind of, um, get your mind off of thinking about like the horrible stuff that we think about every day. So, um, yeah, just live your life to the fullest, man. And, uh, don't take life for granted. You seem to deal with adversity pretty well. Has that always been the case for you or you had to build yourself up into that? Um, definitely had to build myself up to this. <laughs> um, because? because, um, I guess how I was raised, uh, or my, you know, in the past, it was just, it was very, I kind of had to, um, grow into this. <laughs> uh to where it was just, from what though uh, okay okay in an african household or nigerian household household um it's very tough very stern uh there's pretty much no leeway for accidents mistakes yada 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 um, so kind of growing up with that kind of mindset all the time and then finally getting on my own and, and being on my own and then like learning so much and wanting to do so much, it kind of just, I kind of look back and say, wow, like I was really, you know, held in the dark on a lot of stuff. So that's kind of where I am now, where I'm just like, this the world just butterfly. been opened up and you're just, learning just yeah, all the time. Like literally the world just opened up and I just want to see and explore everything. So, yeah. Then what do you tell the 10 year old in your position that has the world closed off to them? Like what, what do you suggest that they do in order to not reach age 25 and just all of a sudden be hit with all this information? Like, Oh, I did not know all this stuff was going on. Um, How do you avoid them? I, I, I mean, oof, if you're that young, I mean, all you can look to is what your friends, um, definitely finding that tight group of friends that will kind of motivate you to be pushed out, uh, of your comfort zone often. It <laughs> um, still applies to people our age. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. That too. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, it does. So yeah, I guess, I guess finding people that will kind of push you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I would is what I would say to that person, that ten year old. Well, <laughs> we always end up with them like crazy addendum section after we think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> but uh, for you, Matt and I, we have very specific um, experiences um, where we don't want to live that quote unquote boring life. Mm. What's that been for you? I guess um, seeing. Um... Like, what's the catalyst to you knowing that's not the life you want to live? seeing people in relationships nowadays um to where it's just like um uh, you know they get into a relationship they get married and then you like like literally disappear 
like I don't hear from them or see see them. Then all of a sudden they pop up and just like, oh, we're pregnant. Then they disappear and then they pop here's up. Our, here's our baby. <laughs> right, right. And it's just like, guys, like, do y'all do anything in between? Maybe they do. You know, I mean, maybe they're just they not. That's how baby. Right. Ha. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe they're just not posting their life on, on online or anything. But no, I just, uh, it's just being in a routine is what I, you know, I guess I call boring. Um, and in, in that routine, there's no, you're, you're always doing something every single day, like to where it's just work, uh, work, maybe the gym a little bit and then home work gym a little bit, then home. And it's just like, bro, are you actually living your life to the fullest or also to the point where they're pushing their dreams and their aspirations onto their kids? Like, that's one that I hate too. Like, why didn't, why didn't you just do that now? Like, why do you have to push on your kids? Like, like, just do it. Personal experience? No, no, just I just seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just seen it happen. No, my mom. Well, then again, my mom's just making me try to be a nurse. But that, come on, or not a nurse, a doctor. But that's just like every Nigerian thing. Like every every Nigerian. You guys have like three career options. Yeah, yeah. And nurse, they just want to be doctor, able to say, "Oh, my engineer. son's a doctor." Like this is what my son's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mom. Oh my god, my mom's one of those people who say, "Oh no, I don't care what people think." This and they there, but then, it then, but then, if if I was a doctor, oh, guess what my son is doing? Yeah, <laughs> at least you got your MBA. I mean, <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, but he's not a doctor. I'm sure it's like financial security. They don't ever want to worry that too. Then you're expected yeah. to take care of your parents a lot more in immigrant communities and that then there's too, the yes. being the good model immigrant thing i mean there's layers to it but yeah layers mm-hmm. anything else you feel like you we missed out on or that you want to share no i think i think i talked about everything because I, I i would i did want to repeat something but y'all had y'all gave me the chance so I, yeah go for okay. it no I, mean, I already did okay yeah <laughs> So yeah, we're good. Right, Where cool. can we find you? What's uh, one more time? Your Instagram name? Um, Otule Fitness. O T U L E. It is not French. Um, it is, is it not Irish. It's not Irish at all. For sure, <laughs> I'm very sure it's Nigerian, full blood. Um, but yeah, done your ancestry. You could very well. Huh? If you do your ancestry, it may be Irish. Nah, fam. You sure? Nah. You sure? <laughs> nah, I doubt it. Why do you have freckles? Are you mixed? You have to be. Your hair's orange. Oh, yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got freckles, guys. Uh, I'm dark. <laughs> They're hiding. <laughs> All set. Well, yeah, man. It's been a good episode. Thank you. And we came in under time for once, even hey. with our addendum. Hey. Oh, Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. So that concludes our interview with Mike. We feel like he gave us a lot of great information, a lot of stuff that you can take from the podcast and kind of apply to your actual life. If you're trying to get in shape, if you're trying to advance in your career, anything like that, definitely um, gain some valuable insight from Mike. I hope you guys enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we'll see you next week.